This is the Santa Trackers podcast from SantaTrackers.net. Greetings once again from the studios of Kringle Radio. I'm Alf Frank Murr of North Pole Radio News. In this episode of the Santa Trackers podcast, we talk once again with Elf Crash Murphy, International Director of Santa Trackers, but this time it's all about finding Santa. We're recording the first week of May 2023, and if you follow the news at all out of the North Pole, you know that there is currently an extensive search on for Santa Claus, and no, he's not lost. He's not really missing at all. He's gone on walkabout, and Adventure Santa leaves on every three to five years to visit with the people of the world incognito. But this time, he's decided to play hide-and-seek from the North Pole, telling no one exactly where he is, and challenging the many resources of the North Pole to try to find him, all in the name of elf training and emergency preparedness. Now, lest you grow concerned... This isn't anything new. Mrs. Claus tells us that when Santa takes these trips, she frequently has to wait for some time to hear from Santa, and she never really knows where he is because he's frequently on the move. Mrs. Claus informed the North Pole this week that she has heard from Santa that he is well and that she has no idea where he is. But as she told department heads at the North Pole this week as well, the contest is now on to find him wherever he is in this big old world. One of those departments so charged with finding Santa is the very independent world of remote Santa trackers, those intrepid elves who track Santa for Santa each year. Elf Crash Murphy is now their leader, and he joins us now for a discussion about finding him. Crash, the last time you and I talked, you were doubtful that Santa will be found. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I'd bet any amount of eggnog and sugar cookies that we're not going to find him, Frank. Well, then, why try? Well, we're trying to find him because that's what he asked us to do. You don't have to be successful in a task to get a lot from it, Frank. Great leaders know this. Hmm. Are you saying you're a great leader and a failure at the same time, Crash? No, I'm just saying I'm a failure. But Santa's a great leader, Frank. And my take on all this is that Santa's accomplishing a great deal by having us hunt for him all over the world. But there's no way we're going to outsmart him. So I have to say, let's just have fun with this. Let's try some new things. Let's work together and brainstorm this thing and see what we can learn. Okay, Crash, I guess that's fair. We've talked on the news a little bit the past couple of days about what it has been like for you as a new director and working with other department heads. How are you feeling about this? Do you expect to be immediately thrown into something so big so soon? No, honestly, I thought I'd have some time to play around in my new office a little bit, Frank, but I haven't had a moment to call my own. When there's a big thing the whole North Pole gets involved with, I've learned that my whole life just goes on hold now. Well, let's get personal for a moment, Crash. Normally about this time of year, you check out for a little road trip somewhere, a fishing trip, maybe some hiking or something. What are your vacation plans this year? I haven't made any, Frank, and I'm not going to make any. That's my decision. No one's asked me to skip it. But I want to figure this job out and put up a good year tracking Santa for Santa, and 
I think I really need to put my shoulder to the wheel here a little bit. All work and no play makes for a dull elf crash. I know, I know. I'm sure Santa's going to have a word with me about it whenever we do find him or whenever he comes home. But if I can make decisions for a whole department of millions of tracker elves out there, I can certainly make a few for myself, Frank. Okay, I guess that's fair enough. You gave some first instructions this past week to tracker elves about how to go find Santa. How has that information been received? Pretty good, but I think I expected that. I find it kind of funny we're starting this in April, Frank. There's no lighter time of year than April or May for Christmas, Frank. We don't have a lot of people, even tracker elves, paying attention right now, and that's okay. I think as we get closer to Leon Day and Christmas in July, when so many start thinking of Christmas again, some are going to have a little bit of catching up to do. The situation is getting a lot of questions, Crash, and I think what you put out on the website is a good start to answering some of those questions, but we have some that have been sent in that I want to get to. Yeah, I've read some of them, and I've also had a lot come in via messages at santatrackers.net. And can I say something about that, Frank? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Well, I'm really sorry I'm not answering all the messages I'm getting right now. I know I've never really been good at that, and... I know in my new position I need to be on SantaTrackers.net a lot more than I have been in the past, but it's really hard for me to get all to all these messages, Frank. I, I learned this week that I no, not only have an office, but I have an office staff, and maybe I need to learn how to use them a little bit. I think we all know you're adjusting, Crash, and I think that Max is doing a great job of trying to help get stuff to you that are on the minds of our tracker elves. For example, Elf Ulan, who I believe you know, has a long list of questions, and she's posted them right up on the Elf wall. Yeah, I've seen those, and yes, she's terrific, Frank, a real first-class elf. Her questions about Santa's appearance are focused on what he might look like and what he might be wearing, Crash. Is there any way for you to really know that? Not really, Frank. It's been well over a month for me since I've seen Santa. For example, I read as many others did that Santa shaved before he left, and I don't think I saw him do that this time. I've seen it before, though, and i got to tell you, Frank, it's weird when Santa does that. He just loves having a beard, and I know shaving for him isn't his favorite thing in the world to do, but he just looks so funny when he shaves because, well, Santa's got no chin at all, Frank. Anyway, he's a hairy dude, Frank. His hair grows so fast, he could be starting his new beard now, or he could even still be clean-shaven. We just don't know. What about his clothes? There have been some speculating that he's not walking around in a red suit. Is he really avoiding the color red? Elf Winslow and I had a long conversation about this the other day, and I was interested in what he had to say because, you know, he went with Santa on Walkabout for about a month just before the pandemic began, and he had some really interesting insights to share. Well, what does he think about Santa's possible outfits? Well, Winslow said that Santa likes to keep on the move, Frank, and everything about what he wears and carries with him on Walkabout are designed to keep things light. He says Santa has khaki shorts, some good hiking boots, and light shirts because everything on walkabout's very physical. It's all about function, not style, Frank. Did Winslow and Santa get anywhere on that trip crash? I was under the impression that it was a lot of remote camping, a lot of hiking and fishing, lots of time in Canada, if I recall right, but the pandemic kind of cut that short. 
Yeah, he said it was a lot of time on foot, but he noted that when Santa wanted to cover some ground, he was quite resourceful in getting on boats and trains and other kinds of, you know, normal ground transportation. He told a fun story about hitching a ride with the big rig out of Ottawa that took them south some 800 miles in about 12 hours, which was about as far a stretch as they put behind them at one time on that trip. What does Santa do on these trips, Crash? Is he a tourist? I don't think so. Santa's been all over the world. I don't think he's doing much in the way of sightseeing unless he's got a fishing pole in his hand. That's all Santa is really noted for on these trips, but doing things for the sake of leisure. Santa carries his own gear, but it's light and simple, and, you know, that's kind of what you would expect. But Santa's goal is always to meet people and get to know them and getting, you know, into talking with them. He looks like a guy on vacation, Frank, but because that's kind of just the nature of the trip, but he's doing all kinds of things that a lot of people don't do on vacation. Do you think that with the big effort to find him now that Santa's taking extra steps to disguise himself? Of course, not a doubt of that in my mind, Frank. Winslow said that Santa will express interest in the clothing of locals, especially when he meets kids. Santa's a, he's a hat kind of guy, too, and he kind of collects them from his last trip. Elf Winslow said Santa would buy some local hats or outfits and sometimes just ship them home. He's good at getting things that are new or even buying them and sending them to Mrs. Claus, so I would expect Santa will be doing a lot of that in his efforts to stay hidden. Elf Ulan asks if people can still call him Santa and if he would respond to that if he's recognized. Of course, I think he would. I don't think he's ever going to lie. He'll play all kinds of games, and he wants to not get caught, but Santa's going to be Santa. He'd never hold out on anyone like that. Okay, Elf Buddy Frost asked some really good questions, starting with, how does a tracker elf actually go about searching for Santa? Yeah, I saw all those questions from Buddy Frost, and I really appreciate them, Frank. I think it's important that we keep this in perspective for all elves, no matter where they are. I don't think we expect you to be out using your weekends or your day off looking for Santa. Many of our elves are still in school or have jobs, you know. Their status is a little different than an elf at the North Pole. It's not our jobs to make this search for Santa a huge deal. So I think the answer is to just do your thing, but keep your eyes open. When you go somewhere new, look around, ask questions, be aware. But don't organize search parties and put out ads or do any of the other over-the-top kind of things we're seeing some elves write in with ideas of what they think they want to do. Just do what you normally do. Keep your eyes peeled and report what you think you see and, and you know, just do it like that. How do they report when they see something? Well, Elf Max and Elf Mo, with an assist from Elf Agent X, have designed a reporting form that's now available at SantaTrackers.net. It's linked in a few areas, including a nice new graphic that points to reporting about a possible Santa sighting or a clue of his whereabouts. This form is different from others on the site in that it goes directly to the little command center that's been set up at Flight Command for this. That information goes right into a database. Everything that gets sent in goes into that database. Elf Agent X has designed a computer program that takes that information and matches it up to other information that gets gathered from other departments. This is the thing everyone needs to remember. There are thousands of elves on this. The ships of the North Pole Navy, the test pilots of Santa's sleigh, hundreds of teams of reindeer, 
the professional scout team at the North Pole, every sleigh traffic controller in the world, we're all working and reporting and sending in information. And Elf Agent X and his team are gathering and organizing all that stuff. There's a daily report we all get that summarizes this stuff. It all comes together, and Elf Agent X lists what he calls hot spots of activity. Then he redirects elves and working in different locations to follow up on leads. It's all very sophisticated, and it took some time to get all this set up and working. Wow, Crash, I'm wondering what Agent X thinks about the odds of finding Santa. It's funny you mention the odds, Frank. Agent X, at the top of this report, he sends out every day, I actually post odds of finding Santa that day based on all the information that comes in. What does it say today? Oh, I don't want to share that with you, Frank. It's more of an indicator of how close we are to Santa. So what are the odds today of finding him? Well, it's five billion to one today, Frank. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a big improvement in about a week. It was 20 billion to one just days ago, Frank. Is that a number that will be posted in the news or on SantaTrackers.net? No, it's more of a confidence number, Frank. I think it's actually Elf Agent X's way of saying how he feels it's going, if you want to know the truth. If he gets discouraged, he'll raise that number. If he's feeling cocky about finding Santa and we're getting close, he'll maybe lower it a little bit. But it's definitely not a scientific thing, Frank. We certainly don't want elves out there focusing on that at all. That actually brings up one of my questions, Crash. How much information does the committee want to let out about what they do know of Santa's present location? I mean, if the news tips off the world population, you're getting close to Santa, it could affect the outcome of this thing. Yeah, we have talked about that a lot, Frank. We know Santa has a phone with him and a device like an iPad or something at least. In fact, knowing that gives us some extra means to find him. We look for anomalies in web traffic, for instance. But he reads the news, Frank. I'm certain of it. I'm also fairly confident he listens to our news reports and podcasts, Frank. He does? You think he has time for that? I think he'll make time for that. Santa's pretty smart. He's going to work hard at staying unreachable to us. He's smarter than all of us combined, so I guarantee you he's using information as much and staying lost as we're trying to use it and trying to find him. Wow, I'm... You know, I'm no detective, Crash, so I'll just say, um, hi, Santa. You're a wise man, Frank. That brings up a question not really related to finding Santa Crash, but it's come from several elves, and I think they deserve an answer. This question of what they are told or what they know is one that has to be part of your daily strategy. Yeah, it really is, and honestly, Frank, and all the new stuff I have to do, it's the number one thing that worries me. Before, when Elf Roger had this job, I was kind of free to just speak my mind and share whatever I saw. Now it's different. Elf Roger, as you know, was really, really careful in what he said. Now, I feel the same way because I know we have elves of all ages and levels of experience out there, and too much information can be hard for them to handle sometimes. It's something I'm thinking about nonstop now, Frank, and I never really had to think about it that hard before. Yeah, and I'm wondering if this is why the... Elf World at SantaTrackers.net has not yet seen their supervisor evaluations. A lot of elves are asking about when this is going to happen, Crash. Okay, let's just stop all that right now. I'm a, I was against this idea from the beginning, Frank, and now it's the big cheese and the head honcho and the big elf and all that stuff. I put a stop to that whole thing altogether, to be honest with you. 
Santa and I talked about this at length. He knows how I feel about it, but I don't think he knows yet that I stopped it. But I did. It's about the only thing I've pulled rank on so far, Frank. I, I just don't think this is a great idea. Okay, well, seems I hit a nerve here, Crash. I'm not knocking the idea that was behind it, Frank. But you and I are full-time working elves at the North Pole. Those, We get those in-depth, full commentary reviews every year, and, well, it's hard on us, Frank. Do you really think an eight-year-old kid going to school, just starting his elf career tracking Santa for Santa, is ready for that kind of experience? Do you really think a kid could separate a critical review from an elf supervisor from what Santa might feel about him? I can see problems with that crash. Have you read the Elf Supervisor reviews? Yeah, I've read all of them, Frank, and I feel more strongly about it than I did before. No way am I going to allow those to go out to our tracker elves, Frank. Not one? What about Elf Crusader's review? Well, you know, Elf Crusader's older. He can take it, Frank. Uh, Crusader's review was actually pretty good. But it also contained what I think was harsh criticism, and I don't think that was fair, and I don't think that he should have to hear it. He's like uh, Elf Ulan, a first-class elf with a huge future, and that review would have destroyed him, Frank, because he hasn't had the chance to be individually coached as he's done things. He's done his best, and it's been very good, you know, it's been a great ride for him, but he doesn't know what he doesn't know, Frank. That review would have set him back, and I don't think it's wise to give it to him. So are Tracker Elves different in how they are reviewed than other elves? Yeah, and we have to be. We're not at the North Pole, Frank. We're in the world. We're trying to be elves while also trying to be students and moms and bus drivers and all other stuff of life. Of course, tracker elves are different. We have to bring them along as elves at a different pace with different expectations. It's kind of like this search for Santa. Tracker elves are able to help, but they can't do what an elf at the North Pole can do or an elf on the SS Tannenbaum can do. Or a scout elf with all the resources and the North Pole behind him can do, Frank? They can do what they can do from their world, where they are. Our expectations have to be within that context in all things that they do, whether it's looking for Santa now or tracking him on Christmas Eve. Okay, that seems fair. So the answer to them, and this appears important to many of them right now, is that those reviews are not forthcoming. As long as I'm here, they won't see him. Are you prepared to get some pushback from them on this? Yeah, maybe a little. Elf Mo, I can tell you, is not happy with me, but that's why I get the big bucks, Frank. I'm sure Santa will want to talk about this when he gets back, too, and, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to argue with him about it. Wow, Crash. Hell, I love these tracker elves, Frank. They're my customers. I know that when you and I do the news, I've got them all listening out there. I admire the work they do, the elf dreams that they have. I want them to succeed. I think I owe it to them to keep them top of mind. Well, that brings up another common question, Crash, that many seem to be asking. They want to know, and I think Elf Sugar Cookie brought this up, are you going to be continuing with the news reports and podcasts year-round? Yeah, Mrs. Claus and I actually talked about that. At first I was feeling it was going to be impossible to do, but now she's got me convinced that I need to be doing the news and podcasts more than ever, not less. She thinks I can communicate important things better with my radio voice than anything I could post on the website. I think she's right, Crash. 
I do too, Frank, and I'm happy to do it that way. I really don't want to give this stuff up, Frank. I love doing it. Now I think I can personalize it a little bit more. Elf Crusader sent in a good question related to this search for Santa Crash. He wants to know what kinds of places Santa might be found in when he's not at the North Pole. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Elf Crusader's one solid-thinking elf. He has instincts. I don't think a lot of people can see that, and they're great elf-like instincts, and that's an outstanding question, Frank. Santa's going to be in places where he can find people to talk to, gatherings, community events, schools, that kind of stuff. He loves going to car shows, for example. He goes to ball games, both uh, school-level games and professional games. He'll visit train stations, marinas, and airports because Santa loves transportation of all kinds. He's not only looking to converse with children, but also with parents and teachers and professionals. Santa loves to learn new stuff. Taxidermy, believe it or not, is a new passion for Santa, and I'm certain he'll seek out professionals in that line of work, Frank. The possibilities are endless. Taxidermy? Um, won't that make a few reindeer a little nervous? I don't think any of them need to worry, Frank. Okay, I'm just checking. Another question for you, unrelated to the search for Santa as well. Comes from Elf Sugar Cookie, who mentions Elf Vernon piloting your sleigh and that she left you a candy cane last year, and she wants to know if she should leave one out for your pilot, Elf Vernon, as well. She did? Elf Sugar Cookie is one of the nicest elves on the planet. She really is. Her heart is just the best. Yes, as I've worked on the radio, I get sent things in the mail, and Santa often brings me cookies and, you know, pork ribs and things like candy canes that people leave out for us, and I share those things with Elf Vernon, too. Crash, how has your mail been since you got this big promotion? Looney Tunes, Frank. March and April, like I told you before, is not exactly the biggest time of year in the Christmas business, and I set records both months uh, for of March and April and now into May for the amount of mail I've been getting. How are you going to handle all of that? Well, I'm just one elf. I've learned the ways like Santa uses uh, with an office staff to help with that, but I think I'm going to try to be as forthcoming as it can be in these podcasts, Frank. I'm noticing trends in what people ask, and I think getting those things addressed with you in a podcast uh, yeah, it's a great way to reach more people who all have the same questions. Are people asking for favors from you, Crash, you know, to put in a good word with Santa or to get something extra special from him? Yeah, and I really don't want to encourage that, Frank. First of all, as part of my contract now, I can't make any kind of commitments for stuff like that. It's literally against the rules for me to approach Santa on behalf of any one individual anywhere in the world. I just can't do it. So I wish people would just ignore me and put that stuff, you know, just between them and Santa. What kinds of things are people asking you to do? Well, there's this guy in Ohio who wants me to ask Santa to find him a girlfriend. And there's a little girl in Russia who wants an airplane. And there's a school teacher in England who wants Santa to come talk to her class about China's foreign relations policy. A chef from Ontario wants me to get the North Pole recipe for fudge and give it to him. You wouldn't believe all the crazy stuff I've been getting. Do you answer all this stuff? Oh, of course not. I'd never do anything else if I messed in these matters. I'm trying to learn how to address this stuff. The staff from uh, Santa's office and Mrs. Claus have been really helpful, but I need my own office team to learn how to deal with this stuff and how to handle it myself when someone does talk to me about these things. 
How much of that kind of stuff will you be focusing on versus, say, tracking Santa for Santa? I believe we have a very good repository of answers to common questions about Santa, the North Pole, Elf Life, and Christmas already up at SantaUpdate.com. And, of course, all these podcast episodes we've done, I don't think I can ever get away from answering general questions entirely, but I do think we have to focus on tracker elves going forward. That's my main job, Frank. Your questions come first, don't you think? That's good, because along with all of their questions about finding Santa right now, some are asking questions unrelated to that effort. For example, there are questions about this year's team of senior elves and new members of Santa's council. I want to get to those, Frank. Maybe we can do another podcast uh, dedicated to the housekeeping items at SantaTrackers.net. Those are good questions, but I think they deserve their own focus. You're also the featured guest in chat in May, too. Yeah, and that's great, but I think posting up a podcast that they can reference all year long as we build up to Christmas is probably the best idea, Frank. Okay, we'll do that. Maybe next weekend or the weekend after that, we'll just give our tracker elves more time to ask those questions. Good idea, Frank. Yeah, Elf Crusader wants to do a podcast again with you, too, like going over some of these same issues or other things that are on his mind. Are you open to that? Yeah, absolutely. I think we need podcasts that expand out to the community, and Crusader leads out in that. We have to support that. I'll reach out to him. Okay, Crash, what about the Elf Supervisors? What's up with them, and will Tracker Elves be getting direction from them in this search for Santa? Well, the Elf Supervisors are knee-deep in the hunt for regional tracking centers. I think Elf Roger just, you know, put out or is going to put out a finalist uh, locations list, and those guys are really busy with all that stuff. Uh, Get it down to like a top 10 for each region, and then they're going to pick from there. And last year, Santa sponsored a little getaway in Costa Rica for the Elf Supervisors, and I'd kind of like to do that again this year, you know, take them somewhere and show them a good time and really work with them to focus on tracking Santa for Santa this year. I'm thinking about something along the lines for the month of August, right after Christmas in July, Frank. I think Tracker Elves will start hearing from the soups right after that on a consistent basis. As for the search for Santa, no, I think I pretty much want to be the voice and face of communication in that effort just for my own learning as much as anything else. The supervisors are going to stay on track uh, when it comes to tracking Santa for Santa. Okay, last question for this episode, Crash. What's your prediction for when Santa will be found or for when he will be coming home? Well, my prediction for finding Santa remains the same. Despite all we're doing and all we're going to do, I think it's too much of a needle in a haystack, Frank. So I don't think if we had five years we'd be able to find Santa. Now, coming home is a different question, Frank. I don't see Santa coming home any later than early October, Frank. Doubtful it will be sooner unless there's something like another pandemic or worldwide emergency that comes along. Santa's had big goals of what he wanted to do on this trip, Frank, and he set it all up for everything at the North Pole to operate for a long time without him being here. Uh, he's been wanting to do this trip for a long time. Remember, he couldn't go. You know, He and Elf Winslow had to cut it short last time. So Mrs. Claus is working her heart out, and we're all ready to jump when she snaps her fingers. But I know this is hard on her, and from what I can see, she's dug in for the whole year, Frank. She's embedded in everything, and that would not be true if Santa was coming back soon. And I don't think he is. we got a lot of time to find him, and I think that's been his plan from the very beginning. 
Okay, Crash, that's all a lot of information for one episode for elves and fans of Santa everywhere to digest. Thanks for being so thorough and giving us your candid thoughts. I'm looking forward to the news to come, the chats that's scheduled, and our next episode, which will feature more on the elf community at santatrackers.net. For North Pole Radio News and the Santa Tracker Podcast at santatrackers.net, I'm Elf Frank Murr signing off for now. <laughs>